Welcome to Pros and Cons. And this is a show about looking at each side of a given topic. Yeah, yeah. Could be anything. You don't know what it's going to be, though. I'm your host, Kev. And I'm Jack. So what do we got this week? Um, let's see. It's hard to get places, you know. There's public transportation, planes, I don't know, balloons. <laughs> is that what they're called? Boats. You know, if you live in Venice boats um not venice los angeles although you could use a boat there too to get around but i was thinking like venice italy yeah you can even swim if you're like (laughs) a strong swimmer and you don't like cuba anymore you could just hit up florida it's 90 miles right (laughs) what if you had to swim to work every day like that was your commute how far are we talking i don't know like let's say you are in venice and you hop in the little canal and you gotta go down a few alleys then cut over for a bit like i don't know maybe a 10 minute swim one more question though is everyone else in venice doing this too or it's just me i don't know if there's like stoplights (laughs) like i have to wait for people to cross by you know swimming no i'd say like it's not crowded at all maybe once in a while you're like hey joe like nice to see you but that's it hey that's not bad (laughs) if it's 10 minutes that's like a good exercise to start the morning only thing i'm hoping is that the water's a little clean and i'm not dirty it's not like you know (laughs) henry hudson river water (laughs) but i wouldn't mind if it's just 10 minutes but enough with the swimming (laughs) we're actually gonna talk about having a car or you know owning the whip I mean, you've been a proud, I guess a proud owner. That's just like a common phrase. Would you say that's a fact? Like, are you a proud owner of a car? Proud owner of a Honda Civic. Ooh. It's the dream car of every Puerto Rican in the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) It's also very popular, like, out in L.A. It is. I mean, it's just, like, fuel efficient. It's kind of cheap, but it's going to last you years if you do the maintenance every once in a while and what year you got it's 2012 i believe yeah so it's there it's like new enough that it has all the new technology you know bluetooth and all that right but it's not like the coolest civics like the brand new ones are so awesome they like i don't know it looks like someone that's into fashion design the inside but (laughs) mine isn't on that level yet all right so you've had a car for like a year now What jumps out as, like, the biggest pros and cons? It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, So, yeah, you just said it's my first year owning a car. In the East Coast, owning a car is uh, not the same as owning a car in L.A. Yeah. I mean, having a car in New York City is, like, I don't know. It's just not a norm, Like, most people just use public transportation. Yeah. If you have a car and you're happy with it, it's a privilege and you're, like, comfortable living. Right. If that's not the case with you, you probably hate owning a car. Let's put it that way. But let's let's talk about right here, right now. (laughs) Owning a car, I'll I'll start with the pros. You get anywhere you want to be as fast as possible. You know, you don't have to wait on buses, trains, walk, anything. Right. 
you can hit traffic, but you can also hit traffic on buses and maybe not trains, but depends. In some situations, let's say in New York, you can get some serious train delays and detours. Right. But yeah, so you get places super quick. But like you said, you can also hit traffic and in LA especially, that can come up. Bro, that shit is such a con. Like, <laughs> having a car here, you have to literally plan your day. Let's say you have a appointment somewhere, but you also have to, like, grocery shop or go to work. Yeah. You have to, like, maneuver around the hours you should be doing these things. Because if you're in traffic anywhere between, like, 3 p.m. and, like, 6 p.m., your 30-minute trip could turn easily into an hour or who knows. I mean, I'm sure it happens in many other cities but that's like this city is famous for that or infamous for that but yeah it's nuts luckily i like so i use my car to commute to work every day which is one of the primary reasons i own a car which i guess is a pro too so i drive to work and luckily i don't have to take any highways or as they call them here freeways (laughs) weird as shit but i guess it's because there's no tolls but yeah so i just drive to work and i don't have to take any freeways i just take locally it doesn't take me long and i drive towards orange county i work like right on the border so i'm not like in the middle of la la so i get kind of lucky with that right i mean also with like a bus for instance if you were taking that to work in this case they don't run as quickly here or as often as right in new york so besides just being slower for stopping everywhere they also take longer to get to that destination because they're stopping all the time so it's like a double weight in terms of you have like all these factors just adding up and making that commute worse yeah i mean before i get into all the cons about having a car or owning one I want to quickly go to having a car in New York because it's completely different. Yeah. Where you have a car, but you suffer to look for parking. Literally, like, so I have a cousin that lives in Manhattan. And anytime she would come or go anywhere and get home anywhere past 10 p.m., she would have to look for parking for at least an hour. And that's like on a good day. If it was a weekend or something, I'm telling you, she's, I want to say like four hours, maybe her record, if she's told me correctly. (laughs) That's insane. Or you're just like going around blocks looking for anywhere. Or she just has to settle and park at a fire hydrant. And if you guys don't know, that's a hefty fine in New York. You'll probably even get a boot if the cops are feeling like it. So you don't want to do that, but you just suffer when you have a car in the city specifically manhattan and most parts of the bronx since there's like buildings that have i don't know 300 people in them imagine if 300 people had a car but you have to park it in one block it's not fun (laughs) you don't want that to be your daily routine yeah so my family had and still has a car like growing up and till now and luckily our apartment building has like a garage space and since my parents have been in the building since like the early 90s they have secured a spot since then because they were like early in getting in on that so thankfully 
haven't had to deal with that, like looking for parking late at night and stuff like that. But I can only imagine because even when occasionally like you drive into the city, having to park during those times is can be a nightmare and like a real hassle. Yeah, there's so much bad in owning a car in New York. I also briefly mentioned earlier, there's tolls over there. So anywhere you're going, let's say upstate, driving to Connecticut, Boston, even if you're crossing over to Jersey, which is, depending where you are, could be like 10 minutes. To cross to Jersey, you're not paying, it's free, you're happy, you know? You visit your auntie, whatever, but then you have to come back and you have to pay a toll. Not a dollar, <laughs> not two dollars, not three dollars. I'm not going to keep going. I'll just say it's 15 bucks if you're just trying to get back home <laughs> from Jersey. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> Which is bananas. Yeah, and they're also talking about in Manhattan, like below 60th Street, all the way to basically Battery Park at the southern tip of the island, introducing this new toll or fee that you'd have to pay like 10 plus dollars. They didn't say like an exact amount yet, but starting in 2021, just to enter within that zone in a car, which is pretty crazy. They don't want us in there, bro. (laughs) That's why I'm here now. (laughs) That's insane, yeah. Like, that's a lot of money. They claim that it's going back into the subway and stuff. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We know that's not happening. I don't know why it seems like the trains are just getting worse. Somehow. I don't know why. Well, definitely they're not getting better. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know how effective this would be in stopping congestion and all that within those stretches, you know? They're saying it's going to benefit train riders because the money goes into trains, then there'll be less delays and all this. But that's bullshit. Because that also means that, like, more people will be taking the trains and everyone knows the trains are going to be packed regardless. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm totally in for getting car usage down and all that and i think the solution is more along the lines of more like pooling and stuff where there's less cars but just more people in those cars you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and the subways are already packed so for real forcing more people there isn't gonna really help that much i don't know that this is the solution but I, i don't know who am i Yeah, and even going back to parking for a sec, like, if you're parking during the day and you have to pay the meter, it's like an hour or something, and sometimes that doesn't even cover the time you want to have it for, you know? Like, it's just all these weird rules and headaches logistically for parking in New York especially. Yeah, super annoying. There's the cleaning rules, so, like... There's the machine that cleans the streets that pass by, I don't know, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you can only park like on the right side. Right. So everyone's trying to like park on one side so they don't have to wake up before a certain time. Because, again, if you don't move your car, it's another ticket. You know, that's how they make money in the city. Yeah. Gas prices are insane over there. Not that they're crazy cheap in California, but yeah, it's just, it's just complicated. Yeah. But here in L.A., 
I feel like that might be just a thing anywhere outside of New York. It's probably fine to own a car. Maybe like the inner Chicago city or something. You wouldn't want one either. Right. But probably every other state, you might be fine with a car. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like my mom has family in Indiana and I feel like in the Midwest and obviously take what I'm saying with like a grain of salt, but like, you know, people live in either a house or like an apartment complex where it's like a set parking lot and you drive and anywhere you go, there's parking and like all this stuff where you don't really have to worry about it in the same way. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like cons, of course, to having a car in any of those places as well, but not as bad, it seems, as in like New York, especially, or even in LA. Yeah. Yeah, here, it's one of those things where like, you almost have to, like you do have the the public transportation option, but you almost want to have the car. But then there's also like all the cons with the traffic and gas isn't that cheap here either. But yeah, let's. I just want to get to the overall pros and cons about cars to wrap it up. You get to places real fast, have the comfort of your car. You can do whatever you want, get food, go anywhere. I feel like when you don't have a car and you have to get somewhere, it becomes a little bit more of a hassle or you like think about it more than if you did have a car and you can just drive over to your friend's house or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, I mean, and public transportation, we'll do another show talking about that more in depth but like just bringing it up in comparison again here like it can take you certain places and even then it'll take you longer usually right but also it's only set like destinations and routes that it goes where it can either not take you a place at all or it just makes it so much more complicated for you to get there yeah in new york it's much more effective and deep in terms of where public transportation goes and how effective it is to get there. And LA, like, is not as bad as the reputation it gets in terms of public transportation, but you can't compare it to New York where it's so intricate and will get you, like, anywhere. It's hard to compare any other place to it. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, when you're in a car, it's like, you have that power and that freedom and right yeah it's like a mentality almost like it's just easier in your head when you have the car but yeah let's get to the cons though yeah it's fucking expensive bro (laughs) (laughs) yes gas whatever i guess you could count that as your bus pass metro card whatever it is right or maybe even less Especially when you have a 2012 Honda Civic, uh, (laughs) which is very fuel efficient. (laughs) Right. I don't really have to put that much gas. I put like once a week and it's like under 30 bucks and it lasts me a week. So it's fine. But there's everything else. It's not a brand new car, so I have to maintain it. Oil changes. Well, I'm not the handiest of mans. So I pay someone to do it for me. And I don't know, 50, 60 bucks. That's every cup. Every five, six months, so twice a year, that's oil changes. But what happens if your brake gives out? That happened. That was two hundo. Every year you have to renew your tags. That's two hundo. <laughs> Insurance, depending on your car. Luckily, I have a 2012 Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a really nice gray color, so it's not that expensive. So it's probably like a hundred, hundred something. If you have a nicer car, obviously more. If you didn't buy your car cash, you have monthly car payments like I do. I know you guys aren't calculators, but yes, this is adding up. <laughs> it's super expensive just to be able to get somewhere in a timely manner. So basically that freedom comes with a price. A hefty price. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I'm going to push it towards you while I think uh, what <laughs> pros and cons having a car. I mean, I've never had a car myself and... In New York, that's not really a problem, I think, because there's so much public transportation and there's so much walking that you do. And I'm a big walker myself. Yeah, like in New York, it's actually like the other way around. Like, oh, you have a car? Right. Like that's the surprise when someone has a car. Where like anywhere else is like, oh, you don't drive? Oh, you don't have a car? Right. It's like a thing anywhere else, including L.A., to have a car and that's like your main method of transportation or at least you go with uh family or friends or Mm -hmm. whoever sometimes i do wish i had a car for the directness and ease and allowing you to go to certain places that you can't on public transportation or that would just be extremely difficult or long but right overall i don't mind it oh yeah somehow you seem to like work around it right you really don't fear the la public transportation system yeah and in new york it's just second nature so wherever i am and i also was in london for a bit at one point when i studied abroad and they also have great public transportation so it's just kind of always been a thing of wherever i go i can kind of adapt damn that's deep (laughs) from a public transportation connoisseur bro (laughs) but yeah that's true one last thing too before we finish off the topic one big pro that we haven't talked about yet is that on public transportation you're hands-free so while in cars you have to have your hands on the wheel at least for now you know self-driving cars may become a thing yeah shout out to elon (laughs) and carmelo but uh (laughs) But yeah, for now, you have to have your hands on the wheel, so you can't be on your phone on social media or whatever. No, yeah, that that has to be huge con, like probably the biggest one. Yeah. I didn't drive for like most of my life. Literally, I got my license super late. Right. So being in the passenger seat or in the back, you know, almost like if I had a driver, a.k.a. dad... Shows amazing. You, know, you could surf through Twitter, IG, anything, text back, laugh. Everyone's like, hey, what's going on back there? You're just having fun. But driving, it sucks, bro. It's like yeah. having that FOMO. Like, right. now the boys are laughing in the back or your girl, whatever it is. And I used to really enjoy like those bus rides and train rides. Just have a little podcast or bump some, some Tame Impala or something. Right. Not that you can't do that in a car, but it's just different. Yeah. So I guess, like, let's just wrap it up. Like, especially you, since, you know, you have one currently and are deeply involved with that pro or con, having a car. (sighs) I'm a pro it. (laughs) For one reason only. Yeah. 
Since having a car, I don't think I could go back to not having a car. Wow. <laughs> It'd be so difficult to go anywhere <laughs> thinking like outside of ordering a Uber or something because it's right. almost the same thing. Yeah. It'd be really hard to go anywhere when I know I'd have to walk somewhere, wait for a bus or pay. And right. I'll pro it with that. Now, it's under one condition. If I ever were to move back to New York, having a car is getting conned ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywhere outside of the five boroughs, I pro having a car. Once you step over that line in like Yonkers, once you cross over the bridge in Jersey, <laughs> yeah, that having a car gets conned. But anywhere outside of that, pro the car so that wraps up that segment and now we're gonna go to a segment we tried before where we give a little update on something we already talked about in a previous episode and i think we're gonna try calling it the check-in Ooh, we'll see if that name sticks but that's the name for now so we talked about arcades in a previous episode yeah you know Playing video games, no matter what, fighting, shooting, we do it all. Driving. Yeah, name it, we play it. Doesn't matter. And we're also fans of Apple. Now mix the two together, you get Apple Arcade. Oh. <laughs> hey, they know how to name their products, yeah. It's such an Apple title. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> But they didn't even write Apple. It's just an Apple and the word Arcade next to it. Of course it is. <laughs> It looks nice, though. So, Apple Arcade is coming this fall. But what's Apple Arcade, though? I mean, basically, Apple's template, for better or worse, is they take something existing, wait till it's established, and then just put their name on it. Damn. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> um, they believe they're the first to do this? <laughs> I'm not making this is like a real quote, I believe. Yeah, I mean, the language that Apple used for their press release is that this is the world's first game subscription service for mobile, desktop, and the living room. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> is it even legal for them to say that? I don't even know what it means. <laughs> like, what makes them think they can get away with saying that? Just because they're Apple. <laughs> There has to be some literal thing behind it. Like, oh, no one has named their phone a platform before. So, yeah, we're the first. I don't right. know. But there's like a little asterisk. It's yeah, like exactly. The first one in the world, asterisk, made by Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. But yeah, so you'll be able to play. Right now, they're promoting over 100 games, all super unique, according to them, through Apple's interface. Right. This is about a week or two weeks after Google announced that they are going to have their own gaming platform. <laughs> so, I mean, what's, from what you've seen, like the big pros and cons for you as a gamer? Because I'm not a huge gamer myself, so I'm not as impacted by this. I don't see many pros on this. It's weird, like, yes, they are games if you're a hardcore gamer, you would like this. If you want to 
play games like at all times you know like we mentioned earlier maybe you're commuting to work or something or i don't know chilling in a waiting room at an airport whatever you could play right but you're not playing call of duty <laughs> you're playing something that looks like <laughs> the lego movie <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I saw the little trailer they had for it, and it didn't look like anything special at all. Oh, it was actually called Lego Brawls. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it looked like Legos. Um, there's something that looks like Zelda, but isn't. Like I said, they basically copy existing stuff and make their own. So your point exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they claim these are, like, really visually pleasing games. Like, they do that. Even through games they have in their app store they're usually really good looking especially on like a iphone or ipad screen they're super easy to play like kids can play them i guess but other than that i don't know that i would play it or pay a monthly subscription to play like two dollar games right so right now they claim it's a hundred but i'm assuming is that they'll keep adding on games and since you're subscribed to it, you get to play however many games you want or just the ones you want. Yeah, and there's no cost yet either, but it'll be some type of subscription fee. The biggest problem I have with this is that, like, as a gamer, what I like to do is play online. Right. And so far, they're, like, not promoting that at all. Hmm. So I don't know that you'll be able to play with your cousin or your little brother or whoever it is, like, online. Which you would think, like, out of any provider or platform that Apple would make that the easiest or, exactly. you know, it'd make the most sense to have. And it's there, you know, mobile, <laughs> on screen. Right. Things that have Wi-Fi and <laughs> LTE. But, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's cool that they're trying it. I know people will do it just because it's Apple and it's there. Kind of like the whole TV thing. Which right. is something else they're doing and everyone else is doing. Yeah. Once again, super late to the party. Once <laughs> again, just doing the same thing after it's already established. And like for people who don't know, it's basically they're launching their own version of like Netflix, HBO, etc. With their own TV, movie, content, etc. Apple TV Plus. Oh my God. <laughs> There it is. So basically the arcade, the Apple Arcade is a con for you by far. Yeah, big con. And one more thing while we're on the subject of games, you got a new game this week, MLB The Show 2019. Oh yeah. So what's your quick pros and cons on it so far? You can't use the word cons <laughs> and MLB The Show in the same <laughs> sentence. It's almost impossible. <laughs> um, no, man, I'm I'm loving the game. A lot of pros. I get it every year. That's like my 2K. That's my FIFA. I'm right. gonna be the show. It's like my favorite. But yeah, you know, it's like the same consistency. You know what you're gonna get from them. Graphics are great. In-game physics are good. They added a few camera angles. Tracks on the video games have gotten a little bit more urban. You know. Some Migos. The soundtrack. A little bit of trap music. Um, I've been used to getting a little bit more of a, like alternative and like little pop rock or something. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they 
went a little bit more uh, hip. Yeah. Even got like Anderson Pac, right? Hey, shout out. But yeah, I have very few complaints. So that wraps up for the check-in segment and it leads in nicely to the closing segment where we each give a pro and a con for the week. So last week, Kev had the pro. This week, I'm going to take it. And I'm going to say that my pro is baseball is back. We're recording this on Thursday night. And today has been opening day, the official start of the baseball season. And it's been a great day. Yeah. Life is just back to normal now. (laughs) Like, if you think about it, Everything just gets better when baseball starts. Yeah. I woke up just knowing that baseball was happening. Everything's back to normal. I could go back to rooting for my Yanks. 28 rings coming soon. Yes, sir. But then my con hits, bro. Our <laughs> bathtub is like clogged, bro. And I've been struggling hard to unclog it. <laughs> Our drains are messed up. I've been taking trips to walmart and target trying to find remedies and tools to solve it but i can't and i don't know man i thought i was a gamer i played super mario bros many a times (laughs) he's the greatest plumber in the world i thought i learned from him but i've been failing and it's been a pain and you are like pretty handy so i'm like surprised that it's been like that's the the thing i've like done it before but this time i don't know what it is and I hate doing this, but I guess tomorrow now I have to, like, go to our apartment complex office and, like, file it so that they can come fix it. And yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I thought I was the man in the house, but <laughs> apparently not. But, yeah, that wraps up the pro and the con for each week where we alternate taking sides. Real quick before we go, though, I want to give a special shout out to the greatest co-workers out there. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. So last week I mentioned uh, Korean barbecue and how my quote-unquote co-workers took me. Well, they're a little sensitive and got a little butt hurt that I didn't say friends, homies, or said their names. So, so I want to take this moment to give a little shout-out to Cody and Ness, very loyal listeners right here. Nah, but for real, for real, thank you guys for listening and everyone else that listens though spread the word to some new people you can subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify etc you can email us at cesspoolnetwork at gmail.com you can also follow on social media instagram and twitter at cesspool network c-e-s-s-p-o-o-l network and yeah i'm jack and i'm kev and we'll see you next week peace